Welcome to episode 66, Loan with Gem podcast. Here I have real facts, no BS about everything mortgage. So today we're talking about will the housing market crash in 2024? So stay tuned. We're going to be talking about rates. We're going to talk about what happened in 2023 and my predictions. Will it crash or will it start going up? Stay tuned. Will the housing market crash in 2024? If you've been waiting around for home prices to take a deep dive, you might be disappointed. In this episode, we are going to talk about where values are right now nationwide and where they might be headed as far as also talking about a little bit about the rates. I'm Jen Hernandez, loan officer for 28 years and I give real facts, no BS on this channel. Welcome and thank you for watching. So year over year, from November of 22 to November of 23, nationwide home prices are up 3.7%. And yes, it's true, just last month in December of 2023, the home prices for the first time started to increase upwards after a little bit of a plateau of 1.7%. If you're waiting for a real estate housing market crash in 2024, you might be disappointed. Year over year from November of 22 to November of 23, nationwide home prices are actually up 3.7%. Now this is a national number, some markets it's up a little bit more. And yes, it's true that in December, the economy, the housing market did see a decrease of 1.7% in housing prices. However, it's probably because in October, interest rates dipped up to over 8%. That caused a little bit of stall in the market. Also seasonally in the holiday time, November, December, it's very common that things slow down just a little bit. Now the future will tell if those decreases are going to continue. But if you consider a 1.7% dip a complete crash, okay. My opinion is that it's not a deep crash, but let's see what the data says. So this episode, we're going to dive into some data for you. Stick around. I'm Jen Hernandez, Real Facts No BS. I like to bring you real information to help you in your search for a home, selling a home, refinancing. You can find it here. So thank you for sticking around. So what exactly is a crash? It's a lowering of prices at an accelerated rate. It's when there's more sellers than buyers. And so sellers in desperation lower their prices so that they can sell. A housing crash can also be called a bubble. So you might hear in the news crash, bubble, they mean the same thing. So Wikipedia talks about a bubble being a rapid increase in prices, kind of like we saw in 2021, and then at some point a decline, pretty rapid decline. The last crash or bubble that we saw was in 2008. I remember it clearly, been a mortgage loan officer since 1995, and 2008 was very memorable because I remember that one day we were doing loans, there were no income loans, stated income, stated asset, I mean, you could like be breathing and get a loan. People were getting a 100% loan, 103% loan, which means 
your financing and closing costs. Like it was crazy. And all of a sudden, one day, it all just stopped. The problem at that time is that loans were being given to people that really could not afford them. In addition, there were adjustable rate mortgage or arms. So people were having a two and three year period where it was fixed, but then after the two to three year period, it would become adjustable. So that's what happened in 2007, 2008 timeframe. People started to adjust. It was higher. They couldn't necessarily afford the payments because they probably couldn't afford to get in the loan anyway. In March of 07, there was actually a peak in foreclosures. And so banks weren't receiving income to pay the loans. And a lot of financial institutions had to go bankrupt and they couldn't pay their note. The clients couldn't pay their notes. And then when the lenders, the banks weren't getting money, then they couldn't pay the money that they owed. So it's like a round robin. And so then the market crash because things started to foreclose. There was this huge amount of inventory and there weren't enough buyers to gobble it up. So when all these foreclosures started happening, there was a big investigation by the Justice Department and they found out that a lot of these subprime or loans with less documentation that were failing were mixed in with other mortgages and what we call a mortgage bond with people that had great credit and documentation and could qualify. So when these bonds or these mortgage-backed securities started to fail, it rolls back to the big banks like Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns. They started to go out of business overnight because the fund was destroyed. So this isn't a nutshell what happened back in 2008. So the dynamics, the reason I bring this up is because the dynamics at that time were a lot different. So now we're fast forwarding to 2023, 2024, there's no weird, no stated income, stated asset loans. I mean, there's a couple of funky loans out there, but for the most part, all of the loans are performing pretty well. They're what we call A paper loans, good credit, full documentation. We verify that people can make the payment. So are there foreclosures? Yes, there's foreclosures out there, but they're being gobbled up because there's such low inventory that, but what we're seeing is these foreclosures are still at this point being gobbled up by the buyers that are out there. So keep in mind that pent up demand is a real thing. According to Fannie Mae, more people put their search on hold in 2023 than ever before. And I actually can confirm that to you. So my team and I, we receive about 80 referrals a month. We're only referral and we receive 80 referrals a month. And I gotta tell you, we had like 30% of our referrals go on hold this year because A, they couldn't afford the house that they want to live in with where the interest rates were, or B, they just said, hey, you know, we can afford the payment, but we don't really want to. So that's the main reason we saw people getting on hold. We also saw a good number of people that had credit. So they've had some hard times. People are still recovering from job loss and COVID and things like that. And so some people are on hold because of credit reasons. But we saw a huge affordability gap this year between what prices are, because remember, prices for the most part are still either the same or going up, you know, a little bit overall. Remember that 3.7% nationally, prices still went up 3.7%. So people aren't making that much more money. The wages aren't keeping up with that, which causes an affordability gap. So 
there's a lot of people that are holding. So what this means is that my prediction from what I've been researching and reading is that when the rates do start to come down a little bit, you know, they're in the sevens now, maybe the high sixes, when they really do get into the five to six range, which is a very large possibility from the predictions that I've been hearing and researching uh, by the people that I follow that are pretty well-regarded economists, five to six percent by the end of 2024 could be a reality. And that being said, in fact, I'm going to put some video resources of another YouTube channel that has some great economic information called Clear Value Tax. He has a lot of great information. So if it does go from, even if it goes to six, a percent lower than it is right now, what's going to happen is people are going to flood the market again. Just a 1% difference in a change in the market could mean lots of money for people to have a lower payment that helps put it over the edge for them to afford a house in a new price range or afford more of the payment in the price range that they want to be in. So so with all the pent up demand that I see and confirming what Fannie Mae said about more people than ever putting their home search on hold, home ownership being at an all time low because of affordability, yes. My prediction, my opinion, is that when these rates do start to come down, which is predicted in 2024, that this demand is going to flood the market. Now, to have a crash, remember, you've got to have an excessive number of sellers and a low number of buyers. So sellers are, at that point, desperate to sell, and they start dropping and dropping the price so that they can sell. Because it's a reality that people have to move. I mean, there's people that move for jobs and will drop their prices. Now, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it that that's going to happen because of personally the pent-up demand we have in our own pipeline here in Houston, but also what I'm reading and hearing as far as national news of more people than ever becoming on hold. Now, interest rates. Why are they going down? Will they go down? No one knows the true answer, but predicting the Federal Reserve met in December and they said that, hey, inflation is starting to become more under control. It looks like for the meantime, in the foreseeable future, we will not raise the federal funds rate anymore. And they hinted to the fact that as early as the second quarter, which is kind of in the April-May time frame, they could be lowering that federal funds rate, which was really good news for the market. So that's where we saw a tick down in the rates, a really good jump downward in late December, which was a nice trend that we needed. And even with just that small dip of about a half a percent, we immediately had leads the next day like we our phone was ringing so you see just even a small downtick in rates increases that demand it increases people's peak in wanting to go buy something it's expected in 2024 that the fed could possibly lower interest rates three to four times. So again, nobody knows. It depends what the economy does. If they see that we still have too much inflation than what they want, then they won't lower those rates. But when you look historically, as the federal funds rate has come down in the past, if you look at a 50-year history, as the federal funds rate comes down, also comes down the mortgage interest rates. Now, it's important to remember that the federal funds rate that the Federal Reserve controls is not the interest rate. Now, I have another video that I'd love you to watch after this one. We'll put it in the notes. It's called How Interest Rates Are Determined. They're determined a little bit differently. I'd love you to watch that video. Stick around.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Loan with Jen podcast, where I'll bring you real mortgage tips every week to help you with your buying, selling, refinancing. It's all right here. Please tell a friend, and we'd love you to pop us a review wherever you're listening to us weekly. 